Have you ever bought something on your phone? Not because you really wanted it, but because you wanted the little dopamine hit of the purchase? Well, this is the podcast for you. We take our guests through the quirks of their retail habits, from their best ever bargains to the times they've been completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Big Satan, shopaholic, consumer champion and occasional comedian. And if the Watson family were the Beatles, Mark Watson would surely be either McCartney or Lennon. But let me introduce you to the guy who sets up Ringo's drums. It's Paul Watson. <laughs> that is. I thought you were going to give me Ringo. I think that's the, I think that's the worst one so far. It's, it's <laughs> that bad. cuts quite deep. Because, you know, Ringo, you would have accepted. I had to take it. Ringo, well, yeah. in, in my eyes, is he, the Thomas best. the Tank. He's, He's Thomas the, the Tank. Engine. Still alive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's got that going for him. Right. Seems to be living uh, his best life. Yeah. No, no toxic I'll take, I'll take Ringo every day. You no. could be Ringo. One day, if you work really hard at this podcast and you really impress us, you could be the Ringo of the Watson family. Something to look forward to. Isn't it? It's aspirational. Mm. I want to keep you motivated, Paul. I don't want you to think you're like, you know, just because this is who you are now doesn't mean this is your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> you're just silly young I man. I feel like that was the most damning <laughs> statement of all. Oh, oh. I'm so sorry. That's uh, no, all right. Nice. <laughs> well, Paul's drying his tears, shall we, <laughs> shall we see who we've got as a guest? Oh, we're still doing this. We're still yeah. doing <laughs> Our guest today is a comedian, presenter and podcaster best known for presenting Room 101. They think it's all over. And his podcast, The Famous Sloping Pitch. Now, a little birdie has told us that um, he's not the most confident person when it comes to the online shopping or technology of any form, actually. And it's caused him a few problems in the past. So I think this should be quite an interesting one, Paul. Yeah, it's uh, actually quite excited to have someone else who professes to not buy clothing. Um, no, 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 no. Because I, I've been, I, I, I tell you, the last six yeah, or seven both. episodes, I hate to use the words workplace bullying. Yeah. But it has effectively been workplace bullying because I don't buy clothes. clothes. Yeah. No, but you are not naked. No, that's, and that's, we've, no. we've been through this several times. Really. We do need well, to I, announce who the guest is, Paul. Ah, like, you've, you've already said. Surely they'll know by now just <laughs> for what I'm wearing. Oh, no. <laughs> it is the magnificent Nick Hancock. How are you? I'm, I'm welcome. I'm fine. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. You have got quite an iconic voice, actually. Yeah, I've had it for years. <laughs> is it your own? I could talk <laughs> <laughs> virtually. <laughs> no, the clothes thing is—it's I mean, it, not just that I don't buy clothes; uh, it's that I don't think about putting clothes on at all. Well, you've got them on. Oh. Oh, no, I, no, I've got them on for the listener. Uh, but yeah, yeah, for, for the, yeah, for the <laughs> Frankly, you've nailed it today. Shirt uh, in the right place. Slightly nervous listener. Yeah, for, for context, this won't be a court transcript. No, the, 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 no. he has got clothes on. No, it, and it's never really occurred to me to put clothes together in an oh. ensemble, if you know what I mean. I see. Um, uh, uh, but now my my children are, are young adults. Do get a lot of being sent back to my room. <laughs> change <laughs> quite a lot of that a lot and sometimes also clothes will disappear and will have been in the bin oh, wow um, yeah that uh, is... quite hard See, line for me that is hard because I will wear clothing until it physically falls apart so if it, for me uh, 
uh, as you can testify to, Vic. Yep. Um, if Yesterday the shirt has he had six what or seven like holes, gunshot in it, wounds on the back. Yeah, he was, it no did. Um, but if that were to be binned without my consent, I'd feel that yeah. was a that was an overstep. Yeah, and you know, it's small curry stain. That's not an issue, is it? Of course, of course. <laughs> you know, a button missing here or there, or oh, sleeve. It yeah. gives character. I, gives I'm, character. I'm in the wrong room. Uh, <laughs> 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 now, regular listeners will know that we normally have some carefully crafted categories where we delve into our guests' retail habits, but we're going to do things a bit differently in honour of you, Nick. Oh, that's very nice. Because we're talking to a man, Paul, apparently, who describes himself as crap at shopping. That's something you can relate to. And you've also said you're a man who would sell the cow for magic beans. Oh, yes. So not much of a deal maker either. No, no, absolutely not. And, you know, my my favourite sort of shop would be a fairground, you know, (laughs) where large amounts of money can be swapped for meaningless tat. That's exactly... I often come home and have a bag and then open and go, why did I buy any of this stuff? (laughs) I don't even know what some of it is. Um, How do they get you then? Well, one, I'm incredibly suggestible. I'm okay. fantastically suggestible, and um, and my 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 method. If I'm going for something, you know, like what do they call it, a big item, big purchase right, item, yeah. you know, yeah. something like that. Big so, ticket. Big ticket. Yeah. So that you know, for instance, I mean, I have bought a car in my time, and well what done. I will do is I will go. <laughs> to a garage and find a salesman and say, right, if you want to rip somebody off, I'm your man. (laughs) Because I know nothing about what I want. I have no idea how much it's going to be. And I will believe anything you tell me. You're breaking my heart. No, but that must scare them. I think it's great reverse psychology. Because they will surely think you're some sort of mystery shopper. Exactly. That's my my plan. And, 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 And that works apart from if you've seen any of the cars that I've bought. (laughs) <laughs> in which case really the whole thing falls apart right. uh, like the cars themselves <laughs> I am very excited but so the suggestible one I'm going to tell you one of my suggestible stories if I may you must um, and these things make absolute sense to me at the time okay. I mean really do you know and I'll come back proud that I've made the purchase and so we had we used to have a lot of trouble with um, chicken shit um, we've got farms nearby and a lot of flies you get a lot of flies when they're using chicken shit as a some sort of um, fertiliser is the word I'm going for uh, well, uh, and you got it um, so <laughs> I went to our local shop which was run by a fantastic man called Sid Stevenson who wears one of those white aprons Okay. okay, but just covered in blood, as far as oh. I can tell. You know, just really white would be. I mean, I wouldn't obviously want to give him any advice on how to get dressed, <laughs> but white would not be the colour. Anyway, so I went down and I said, I said, have you got, have you got any uh, fly paper? Because fly paper was, was was what I'd been sent to get. Okay, that's the stuff that hangs up. Yep. and then like a twisty thing, the flies. Like a to. graveyard for flies. Yeah. Nasty so Sid, cadavers. yeah, exactly. Yep. So, so Sid, knowing me quite well, goes well. Do you know what? We haven't because it's, it's all sold out. He said, but he says, I'm going to do you a deal. He said, I wouldn't normally tell people about this. He said, right, here's the thing. Right. What's your favourite newspaper? I said, I, I don't know. What would you normally? Um, I, I don't know. Possibly the Times or the Guardian. What is the Times? We'll call it the Times. It's quite a big question. Yeah. The Times. <laughs> I just want fly paper. Yeah, the Times is £1.80. <laughs> okay, so there's your Times. That's okay. £1.80. He goes, now, I don't know whether you know, if you, if you get a newspaper and you tear strips off it, they come down really neatly. They come down perfectly from the top of the page to the bottom of the page. So he ripped me off a few of these strips and said, you see now, can you see where we're going with this? This is a bit like flypaper. And then he said, I've got some treacle over here. <gasps> now that, <laughs> no. that's four pound a tin, right? And what you do is, you'll need, oh, you'll need a little, um, you'll need a little pastry brush. 
You need a little pastry brush and you dip it in the treacle and you put it on the piece of paper and then you'll need some drawing pins, obviously, and then, you know, you, you just put it in the ceiling. And I went home thinking, hey, <laughs> hey jobs are good, and here. Yeah. And, and, and as my wife pointed out, so you've bought a newspaper for £1.80, <laughs> a £4 <laughs> jar of treacle, um, some um, um, uh, drawing pins at £1.40. <laughs> and, and a little brush. And, yes, and a pastry brush, which is now covered in treacle. And I went, oh, yeah, oh. There used to be a character on Dick Emery of uh, uh, two market traders, and the punchline was always, oh, Dad, I got it wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's very much how I feel when but I return. Was it cheaper, though? No, oh, Christ, no. How's that going to be cheaper? No, 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 no. It was, I, I don't know uh, how much fly paper costs. No, I've never no, had a problem was, with chicken shit. It would have been cheaper life. to uh, rehouse the flies individually yeah, to it, a facility. It, 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 it would have been working out. At about £1.50 a fly. Oh, that's <laughs> no, a lot for a fly. It's a lot for a fly. Did you execute it, though, or did you just accept that it was a terrible idea immediately? I wasn't allowed to execute it. When the error of your ways. My wife said, and she was quite right, did it not occur to you that treacle might actually attract the flies yeah. into the kitchen? And other insects, and, yeah. potentially. So, so, listen, if anybody goes to a shop this afternoon, you know, and somebody suggests that they buy a tin of treacle and, and the newspaper, don't do it. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't do it. There's that a lot of that about as well. So no, I think you, this will really help a lot of people because that is a common yeah. scam, exactly. I think. Honestly, yeah, yeah. we're all talking about it. Like, yeah. it's one of the biggest scams that it no is. one's talking it is. about. It's, it's the equivalent of the Nigerian prince. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the fly equivalent. Yeah. So th- that man's not your friend. You, you shouldn't shop there again. But he is my body's dead. Well, well oh, good. Wow, that, oh, that got <laughs> He was caught on a giant fly paper <laughs> which I put in the entrance to his shop and he was, he was stuck like the Araldite man who <laughs> is pure midsummer murder isn't it? Yes, that's yes that's right that's Jonathan Creek oh, yeah. okay so like I said we got some intel on you oh, yes. Nick and we want to hear about um, what happened with Amazon Denmark well, you've slightly given it away, but that's all right. I mean, I would love Paul's assessment before you tell the story of what you think's about to happen, Paul. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't give it away massively. <laughs> it, no, 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 no. Limited the biggest shopping no. site in the world and a massive it country. Did, what, it, what it did was, it did exactly what it should have done. It gave it away to me. Ah, I, I, I wouldn't have remembered the story. It's <laughs> like a reverse. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, so um, so I was having trouble with Amazon. And, and you know, I'm, I don't like to complain, but basically I was paying for stuff and not getting it, you know, which seems to me a flaw in the whole Amazon model. It's a failure, I, I, I think. Sure. So. so I said to my son, because clearly I'm not allowed to have any views on anything, you know, um, after, let's say, 1979. So he, I, he said, look, I'll have a look at your account. I'll have a look at your account. And he goes, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, back, he goes well... I don't know how you've managed this. This actually isn't possible, okay? (laughs) It is impossible to do what you've done. But all the things you're buying here, you know, near Stoke-on-Trent, are being sent to an address in Denmark. (laughs) So, you know, as I said, so, you know, some lucky people in Denmark have got a Stoke City oven glove. And somewhere, Jeff Bezos has been tapped on the shoulder saying, it's happened, Jeff. We thought it was impossible. It's happened. <laughs> yes, the, yeah, the Danish balance of payments has gone through the roof. And they just did nothing about it. So they didn't send it back. They didn't register. No. Just, just, just received these gifts from you. Yes. Yes. 
there they were tucking into their Elkin toffee and then, <laughs> and then knock comes on the door they googled your name they saw that you've been on telly they were like it's an eccentric millionaire he's just firing out gifts to us you'll find that house because there'll be flypaper everywhere yeah there will there will absolutely there will so you mentioned you aren't allowed to handle your own digital affairs no um, so what happened when you went to PC World oh, well, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah okay so I was encouraged by the um, by the fine makers of the podcast that I do with Chris England um, famous Open Pitch that it would help when we were doing remote broadcasting if I didn't just use my phone <laughs> that you know possibly a laptop might be the thing I don't seems know. legit I'm immediately no. really worried about the whole thing there's loads isn't there so, there's a lot to get wrong God, when you're yeah. a man that thinks you can make your own flypaper yeah. yeah so obviously I did what I usually do I went in I found um, you know a customer um, uh, services person and I said you know as always if you want to rip somebody <laughs> off <laughs> you know, today's the day because that blah 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 so <laughs> He picked me one out and I said, I don't want to do anything with it except to talk to people in London about football, which apparently is a little vague. But um, <laughs> anyway, I thought, well, I can't make this up. And he's like, have you thought about a phone? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did that part of it, yeah. So he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, we do tutorials. I said, that, I think that's exactly what I need, isn't it? I don't, it's a 40-minute tutorial. Oh, God. You know, You're said, the first person who's ever said yeah. yes. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I want, I want the full, all singing, all dancing tutorial. He's gone know? in the staff room. He's like, shit. <laughs> he said, yes. <laughs> he said, yes. Somebody go down to the local school. Find a young child. Um, but, but So he sat me down and I said, you know, my, my trouble is, I, it's fear. I'm, I'm fearful that I'll break it, that I will do something that will mean we'll all end up in Denmark or something <laughs> and so he said don't, don't worry there's absolutely nothing to worry about it's very very simple it, the, the, the laptop itself will tell you what to do you can't go wrong so he's there and he's pressing on the thing he's taking it out of the box brand yep. new laptop pressing on the thing and he goes oh well um, this one's broken <laughs> which immediately I'm thinking oh no 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 no, no. So by virtue of being in your presence. Yeah. So he had to go. He went and got another one, unpacked it all, set it up, blah, 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 blah. He said, have you got an email address? I said, yeah, you know, because I have. I don't want to show off. But... And, uh, and he said, uh, you know, what's the password? <laughs> well, I don't know what the password is. Um, oh, no. You could try this or you could try that or you could try the other. And we just, we couldn't get into anything. I couldn't get into my email. I couldn't get into anything at all. And I just said to him, I'll pay you. Can we just stop now? I just, I've, <laughs> I've lost the will to live. You put the work in. I like said, how I, much? yeah, and I, I, I don't feel I can buy this computer thing because now when I take it home, I'll just hate it and I'll be cross with it. And uh, so, so we agreed. I, I paid him for the tutorial and he took the computer back. And <laughs> do you what, reckon they charge for that service normally, or do you think he well, saw do, a mug? Do you, well, do you know the worst thing about it was he told me they have to throw them away. What? what? He brand new laptop. He said, we can't put them back on the shelf. So how are they making oh, money oh, out of that? That's happened to me, I may say, <laughs> since my divorce. I'm firmly back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for them to deal with that kind it of is, thing. Yeah. You, did, you didn't bring like, this into the that tutorial. Terrible? Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. No. It's like, yeah, that's, I just sell computers. I don't know what something. to say about your divorce. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, look, we've still got 20 minutes left on the tutorial. Yeah. Well, how do you approach a relationship? <laughs> Talk to me about online dating. Show me how it's No, I know, but the thing is really asking one of the tech guys for dating. 
dating advice. It's like, surely that's the worst place to go. Isn't it? <laughs> I think we know that. Well, they're not real tech experts. They broke a laptop in front of you. So, um, well, they, they did. And did you get one, though, in the end? Have you got a laptop I did. I, did. I think the producers um, ah. bought me one. And suddenly, <laughs> and I don't remember how it happened, I had a laptop. Yeah. And all the important information had been put in. And best of all, it's got a screensaver with the cast of neighbours on it, which is, um, which is pleasing. Yeah. So you, you've got a laptop by some kind of magic. <laughs> yes. What era of neighbours, just quickly? The, the era that was on there was still when Ben's dad was there before he went back to Oakey. Um, <laughs> this is some deep cut knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's finished now. Oh. I have to say, I, I like the people in Ramsey Street quite a lot more than I like my own family. And so I, I feel a great sense of loss. Well, they never patronise you about your inability to buy a laptop, do no, they? No. They're just there for you all the no, time, never, twice a day. I don't remember an episode where Harold bought a laptop or anything. Oh. I, although I have had a message from Carl Kennedy, the uh, uh, really? neighbour's doctor, that my daughter bought for me as a gift. Carl Kennedy, who's famously the only man who turns up for all the neighbour's tours and is always available. He's, like, yeah. he's an uh, icon. Yeah, and he does. I will send a personal message to your friend for $5. $5? I'm like, I reckon he's worth more than that. So on the subject of, well, this is going to be a terrible segue. So we're talking about Australia. Have you ever had any difficulties shopping abroad? Yes, I have. <laughs> Yet I have had trouble shopping abroad. You well, have. That, I think that closes that one off. Yeah. It. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, uh, there were a couple of things. I mean, what, uh, my my ex-wife was Iranian, so I went to Iran a few times. Um, and Iran, it's more a cultural thing than just the shopping. Although the shopping can be quite difficult. But in Iran, they have the thing called tarif, whereby uh, first of all, if you admire anything. In somebody's house, they have to give it to you. Oh, so wow. you really have what they. This is incredible. They're meant to give it to you, <laughs> right? Also, right, British okay. people are so polite. You end up with well, so much stuff you don't well, want. This is the problem. Okay. <laughs> so also, they will refuse payment. So if you, I went to the, I'll go to the uh, the dry cleaners. You know, why go to Tehran to the dry cleaners? But I did. Why not? And of course, you pick up the stuff and he'll go, no, 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 you can't pay. No, you mustn't pay. Oh, no, but I'd really like to be. No, I would, you would break my heart. If you paid, you would break my heart. You're a visitor to my shop. No, but I really need to pay. And I, I need to go, if you insist on paying, so it's quite, quite. The stress so, is there a certain me. number of times you're supposed to go backwards and forwards? Is well, it? Is the, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of three. But I mean, what's annoying is that there's no context for it. So I imagine, you know, like if the Tehrani fire brigade had all their clothes in the in the dry cleaners, they'd really want them out before the three refusals, right. wouldn't they? Anyway, <laughs> just, just a thought. <laughs> Amazing. Now, we have touched on this briefly already. Have we? This can't be true. I I won't believe it. Um, You've never bought any clothes in your entire life. Well, uh, for my children, I've bought clothes. Okay, Um, for yourself. For myself. Not really. Even Paul's absolutely... Occasionally, I have to. Generally speaking, people give me clothes as a gift, and the gift is me not having to buy clothes. Right. So, So for me, if I'm given clothes, it's not... They're not trying to impress me with He's, beautiful clothing they're just saving you're just, me from you're just turning up in family weddings in rags and they're like we need to sort this out it's I'm, embarrassing I'm starting to think that actually do you know I think that's given me a little a little light into my own psyche because 
I remember as a child how fantastically disappointing it was if you got clothes for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And so maybe that's where it styles clothes. No, no. Whereas I'm delighted now by clothes. <laughs> that I choose myself, obviously, and then pretend to be surprised by, obviously, because I'm not full. But, yeah, yeah, I don't buy tights or socks or anything. I just give that to my mum every mm-hmm. every six months because my birthday's in July. Refresh the socks oh, and tights. Oh, what day in July is it? 24th. Is that Saturday? It's Sunday. Oh, wow. just a day after my dad. Oh, oh. It's a great, it's, what, a, what a great weekend you that say, is. You say that, you say that as if it's going to mean something. I can't no. wait. I can't <laughs> wait to celebrate with your dad, dad this weekend. Yeah, OK. It's getting a bit weird. <laughs> you made it weird. I did, I did. <laughs> That's on you. I can do that. So you've not bought any clothes well, for yourself, to your knowledge. So basically, I did Room 101 for years and years and years, and I then did They Think It's All Over for years and years and years. And when there used to be like 36 episodes a year and you'd get a, a whole outfit for each episode wow D- like as standard or did you get a whole no, outfit no, every think, episode as, so as, like... as, as standard and then at the end they say <laughs> which is I learnt very early I think Jonathan Ross told me this they said would you like to buy any of the costume and he said just say no so I said no and they said well I could give it you if you want because <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do with it oh yeah it's for you yeah, so they cool. decided your whole style it was dictated well, by style is a any... it's a big word isn't it it's, it covers a multitude of sins <laughs> I think I didn't now, say good style but this I, is where so I, I want to put to you one word here yeah underwear you say you've bought no clothes now it's, you're it's, making it's, it weird no I am making it weird <laughs> but it's it's the elephant in the room I'd, right. I'd like to think so. <laughs> I thank I'm you. I'm so glad someone else said it. Like, well, well, listen, just for listeners again, he's not naked. <laughs> just to make that clear. I have it no shame. Don't you worry about yeah. that. He's got a ball in every cup. Oh. <laughs> but this, this is my point. Cause I, cause, <laughs> oh, dear. No, that's getting, <laughs> as I think about it, that's getting more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just, I'm dedicated to the truth here and uh, as someone who myself I buy I buy no clothing but there is no one I can get to buy me underwear so I have to buy it's my weak spot well it's- I think you know if it's only underwear don't go for a personal shopper <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just think it's a false economy <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> I really think so no um, underwear cheeky well, little brand mention underwear there. yes I, I hate to say that this I want to say this I can't wait to hear it because oh, it's wait. true but I also don't want to say it because it Sounds so antediluvian, but my wife used to buy my underwear for me. I don't okay. think no. so. Yeah, I don't think that's it's, it's kind of a. That's I think okay. it's fairly standard. I, I actually thought that was going to a worse place. Did you? So, yes. yes. I don't I really know where did. I thought it was yeah. going. But oh, I think I know. She, I, no, I, she used to buy underwear for me, and she'd give it to me, and she'd go, and that's the last time I'll see them. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, she didn't. Oh, to build a little drawer for you before she left. <laughs> <laughs> Six months with a pants, you're on your own now. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. So, no pants since. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nick fans. What? Send some pants to Nick. Oh, send some pants, yes. <laughs> yeah, I want to be like Tom Jones. Yeah. Except he didn't even get men's pants, did he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we had no use for those pants. <laughs> I wonder what you did with them. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to. I bet you never see them. He has the face of a man who may be chafing quite a lot. <laughs> He wears a lot of leather trousers. What, do you, what, do you what is happening? We've lost. Well, no, the lack, the lack of pants. I think. Which, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, true. Enough. Anyway, let's draw that to a close. Yeah. Now, I'm going to give you permission to talk about football here. We're going to talk about sporting memorabilia because you're not a big shopper, but have we found a chink oh, in the shopping? Uh, yeah. Before I had children and I had a job, 
I used to buy sporting memorabilia. Uh, now I have children and no job. I don't buy sporting okay, memorabilia fair anymore. Enough. But yes, I have bought quite a lot. In fact, I got a little bit into the whole um, memorabilia bug, really, because um, um, I got lucky with a couple of things. I got uh-huh. really lucky with a couple of things and, and managed to sell them on for a lot of money, thinking that I had great judgment. So did you buy them to flip them then? Or no, you no, I bought them. I buy them and then when they get in the way, I, I sell them. Um, I mean, but I have big, bad, I mean, I've got two shrouds of Jurin. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> It, 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 sometimes. Or they told you they were shreds of Turin. Yeah, yeah. So I have to be a little bit careful. But no, I knew so. Do the man at PC will sell them to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, just put this over the laptop. And when you lift it up again, it'll be working. You'll see the face of your next wife. <laughs> yes, I did for a long time buy uh, quite a lot of crap. But I think that was just, I think that was mainly because. Um, I was earning some money and I didn't know what to spend it on because I don't buy clothes, obviously. Yeah. And um, holidays, yeah, sometimes. Cars, not really. You know, electronic goods, no. No? No. So, I, uh, yeah, I just think, you know, so so obviously you buy, you buy an England cap so you can say, I've got an England cap. <laughs> I didn't win it. <laughs> but that's semantics, isn't yeah. it, really? You yeah. have a cap. Is yeah. that what men talk about? Because <laughs> I can't what? imagine that naturally coming every conversation. So, have you got an England cap? I don't generally check with everyone I meet. No, no I, I presume no. That's the standard. Yeah. So, how many okay. caps have you got, mate? Huh? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no England caps. Um, nearly a Federated States Micronesia cap. So, oh, uh, really? <laughs> of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had to bite yourself. <laughs> bite myself. Make, well, I'd have to set up the whole tradition and establish it, yeah. and then give one to myself. <laughs> and I was the coach that would. Yeah. And it's you know, it's bloody warm out there to be It's, 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 not, you know, cap it's not cap weather. It's not cap weather. You know, caps really are they're more sheepdog trial than <laughs> than sort of Indonesian football, I would have said. But you know, the thing that always gets me is with sports memorabilia is just it's partly how expensive it can be, but it's it's a really weird psychological thing. It's it's almost like wine when people buy expensive wine and set it down and they never actually see it. They yeah, can't they enjoy it. it. They keep it in bond. Is what yeah, it. and it's a bit like that with football shirts, like match-worn football shirts, that as soon as you actually... You have a shirt, but you can never wear it. You can never oh, yeah. wash it. It's <laughs> yeah. And what are you going to do with it? Sort of put it on a wall, I guess. But it, something weird to me about having a shirt you don't wear. That just yeah. It's weird enough having shirts at all, as I've as I've ascertained. But something about buying a football shirt you'll never wear. Yeah. It's weird. And you know, the other side of that is that um, you know I've been fortunate enough to know quite a few footballers at a decent standard and you know you go to their house and their caps are in a cupboard under the stairs really? <laughs> well I think I think the more modern footballers because they've got so much money have their own trophy rooms but I think yeah. most footballers of a certain age you know, well, you're not, not going to wear it out are you? No <laughs> but the whole tassel thing doesn't work <laughs> But do they have hundreds of shirts, former players? Or did they have to use to give them back? Because nowadays, I think clubs basically take... It's all a massive commercial entity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the, in the like slightly older days, you know, even going back 20 years, did players keep their shirts? And if they did, do they have hundreds of football shirts? Or, or did they... Obviously... 20 years is a, is a little bit recent. 1966, they were swapping shirts. No, but, well, not like, so much swapping shirts. Sure but they have but as in... Yeah, uh, is, it, is it like buying a PE kit in school where you just, like... You, you yeah, well, yeah, and, oh, yes, that'd be brilliant. They could have, like, a second-hand shop for new players coming in. <laughs> yeah, you can't quite afford <laughs> yeah, them yet. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the squad. 
I've got a couple of shirts, yeah. I've got a two, I've got a four, and I've got yeah. a seven. We've got, we got some in lost property, but they're from about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, so if you haven't yeah, got any yeah, money, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. wear one of those. Yeah. <laughs> it's got them. a different branding on it, but people won't notice. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Right. You could be moving too fast for it. So. <laughs> yeah, because um, Paul's still paying for the shirts that you put on his players in, in Micronesia, aren't you? Yeah, we just had to buy. But I don't know. It, just, it, it always intrigues me, and it it was interesting. There's when you get to a certain level of the pyramid, and if players give their shirt away to a fan, yeah. they have to buy another one. And I never knew this. Is that true? Yeah, if you're low enough down, I think you like, leave. So that's like a, a milkman yeah. breaking six bottles. <laughs> you know, it comes out your wages, mate. Yeah, there was a case at an actually even a reasonably higher level where someone had done that and thrown their shirt into the crowd and realised they needed to get it back. I can't remember what. Maybe it was. Oh, because the club wanted to sell it. I think it was Robert. something like that, or or maybe it was that there was a tournament they were in and they didn't have enough of a certain shirt, so they chucked the shirt into the ground. Had to retrieve it, which was like pretty embarrassing. <sighs> I mean, we're not talking England level, but I think it was well, yeah. international tournament because they're doing shirt NFTs now. As oh, well, yeah, which is <laughs> bonkers. It's just like you can have a digital rendering of what you would look like in the shirt. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's got but, a certificate, so you know it's official. When <laughs> When we were in Iran, we bought a load of shirts, um, and we went to we went to this, to the, uh, you know, what would you call it? Um, the equivalent of Mike Baldwin's um, sweatshop in, in Tehran, <laughs> and we said, "Look, we want." Because I thought, oh, "Great," because I was playing for a team at the time, so we wanted uh, we wanted fourteen Estelal shirts and fourteen Peruzzi shirts, two big teams, and they said, "Oh no, we don't." Um, we don't make football shirts. If you come back tomorrow, we'll do, do them for you. <laughs> so, we'll give it a go. <laughs> so we've just got these fantastic, these fantastic shirts. Because in Iran, of course, they don't have an official shirt because they won't let anybody manufacture it because they won't let players have their photographs. Because it's to do with vanity and, and all oh, of that sort yeah. of thing. So if a fan has an Iran shirt, um, it, uh, it's, it's a knockoff. It has to be a knockoff. Well, well it's something for so listeners to look out yeah. for, isn't it? Yeah. Like? You know, the Iranian football followers, they think they've got a legit one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when we were in Japan, um, with the jet lag and all that, it was like... Uh, and, and the other strange thing about Japan is the shops don't open till like 11 o'clock. So everybody's got jet lag and it's a massive hotel and you're wandering around and there's, there's a load of Spanish and there's a load of Argentinians and a load of Irish, blah, 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 blah. And we saw um, these Argentinian fans and I said to my mate Paul, I said, it's a bit sad. I said, that bloke's got to be, he's got to be 40 and he's got Batistuta on the back of his shirt. I said, you know, that's, that's pathetic, isn't it? Anyway, we got talking to them and it was Batistuta's brother. <laughs> and, and it was actually a shirt he'd worn in the World Club final or something. No, the World uh, uh, Nations final. <laughs> so, yeah, you wake Oh, is he? Oh, it's your brother. Oh, fair enough. That almost never happens with the name of the... Yeah, it's, un- it's unlikely, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> but why is it a bad thing that he's wearing the shirt at 40? Just for the context of oh, people who don't know? It's just a wearing of, of, of something to say, I am a fan, you know. Oh, Clearly. So like like a, a T-shirt at a I think it concert. becomes weird when you get yeah. a bit older. When you're looking at sort of players being 16, 17, 18, it's a bit weird if I, as a nearly 40 year old was wearing someone kid's name on the back of my it just feels a bit weird not Rashford not like yeah know. if I had a Rashford that would just feel a it bit odd it would feel a bit it's, it's, it's a little bit much isn't it yeah well on that um, existential point let's move to the quick fire rounds Ooh. <laughs> 
So this is a sporty special. Ooh. So how this works is I'm going to give you three items. I'm not looking up. Yeah, go on. Yeah, you're not allowed to Google it. Not good. We haven't actually set any rules and regulations. Oh, you can ask me how much things are in that I sort of MP way. Uh, and how much is yeah. a pint of milk? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you're playing against Paul. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I'm usually very bad, so if that he helps. Is uh, I'm on terrible form. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> how much would a halftime Super Bowl commercial have costed this year? Because I have bought a thirty seconds. Wait, wait, wait a minute! <laughs> what? I have bought one before. The of famous sloping pitch. Yeah, yeah. no, Fred and uh, next um, to Dr. Dre. <laughs> no, it was bespoke flypaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trying to recoup your yeah, money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, that's it. Oh, that's. I'm going to go for one hundred twenty-five million dollars. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you think? I'm going to go sixty million. Well, you'd be shocked at the value you can get on a 30-second ad at the Super Bowl because it is just a very reasonable $7 million for 30 seconds. Wait, so I'll put a reminder in my calendar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, um, well, that is a bargain. I'm going to get those ones off the wow. bus now. I'm going to <laughs> the Super Bowl. I know. Wow. We've all been mugs. We have. I've been doing Facebook advertising. I could have been doing that. My podcast would be I've just been shouting out of the bedroom window. <laughs> <laughs> We don't even need to club together. Yeah. <laughs> Very little footfall in my garden, though. Yes, you know, cost, cost per view, it's, it's, it's not bad when you do the maths. On to, if you wanted your child to be a player mascot at a West Ham game... But that's a ridiculous idea. <laughs> including, yeah. you get two tickets, so you can watch, you can watch yeah. a little one running up. Is this the first negative value gift we've had? Oh. oh. Okay, I'm going to go for, no, uh, West Ham in the Premiership, I'm going to go for £600. Okay, <sighs> £600. I'm going to go 500 but I think... Oh, that's... Ooh, you're playing a game there, son. Well, I'm, not, I'm saying what I think. <laughs> the, the game is how much we think it oh, is. is it? I'm, oh, saying, we, I'm saying actually, what I think it is. Actually, we, we are playing a game, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Wow. Stand corrected. No, no. He's trying to, he's trying to psych you out, Paul. It's a fair right? challenge. The challenge went to the AR and it's... Okay. He, he, says, wow. he said he's not good at negotiation, Oof. but he just he ripped you apart there. Oh, Do you want to change again? No, I don't know. It is a cool £700. Oh, yeah. they ripped me off for 100 quid. <laughs> so, um, that is uh, one each. Yeah, it one is. One each. All right. So, for the, the, the tiebreaker, <laughs> um, if you wanted to buy yourself Mackenzie Essential Swim Shorts, how much would you expect to pay for them? I, is it the swim that's essential or is it the shorts? <laughs> I mean, is it a case of, look... The boat's going down. We've got some swim shorts here. They're going to be They're essential. essential to you. Yeah. They're like Waitrose essential. <laughs> yeah. You're in a weak, weak negotiation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I understood Absolutely some of the words you said. Swim shorts. I mean, I understand what swim shorts I, 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 are. I, I, I'm going to go for £180. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this speaks to man who's never bought a single clothing item in I was going to go life. 12 How much do you think pants <laughs> cost? Yeah, Just... Vilbequin ones cost about 108 quid. Are you familiar huh? with the brand Mackenzie? Yeah, well, only fishing Mackenzie stuff. You know, it's a, it's a value level. I think it's, I it's think an affordable brand. Are we going to allow a, a second guess? Because no, I'm... don't you patronise me. All oh, right, well, I won't. <laughs> I won't patronise you. You can shove it right up oh, your well, I will. I'll stick so the, the knife in. the sporting equivalent of Tesco value, swim shorts, Paul. I'm going, I'm going £8. All right.
great. Well, well done. You've got the point. Wow. So they the equivalent of like Winfield, which I was Woolworth's so, yeah. own brand. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> a cool, a cool yeah. £4.80 for swim shorts as per a deal we saw on Hot UK Deals. Down from 15 a third of the price. Wait, and I said 180 didn't and I? And you said yeah. 180 God, those people in Denmark have got some lovely stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea of the value of money. It's extraordinary. Well, he's, trying, he's trying to do it through Krona and he's trying to work it yeah, through. Yeah, I mean. The only thing you undervalued was West Ham. <laughs> On that note, um, it is a false economy tradition to give you a little gift. We've gone bargain because that's our vibe here. We know you've loved Neighbours. We've covered this before. You were devastated that it ended. So we reached out to the lowest priced member of the Neighbours family on the video messaging site, Cameo. And he's done It's not Carl again, is it? Is it Carl? (laughs) Hello, Nick. This is James Mason, a.k.a. Chris Peppers, speaking. Bloody Uh, hell. Chris Peppers. I'm sending you this message uh, because I want to say my condolences. My condolences for your loss. Um, that is, of course, the loss of the one and only, the iconic television show that is Neighbours. I believe it is, um, it has been such a big part of your, your routine, your existence, your, your life, maybe. Um, and, uh, as it's no longer continuing, I, um, I send you this message to uh, Chris, you've let yourself to offer go. my sympathies because it is it's a sad day. Well, it's been a sad time. I'm going to tell you, uh, he's got no future in improv. <laughs> <laughs> There's no quality control on these videos whatsoever. It's an absolute wild west. <laughs> uh, sad this is for straight everyone. to selfie it's camera. Sad for, for you, obviously, as a fan, it's sad for us being um, involved in this it. This is. Such a, such extraordinary value for money. Uh, I mean, he could he could be having, done by now. Not being around for, you know, the, the good Do you think he's just sharing? Has he not had anyone to talk to since um, Neighbours finished? I feel sorry for, for everyone involved in the show as it, as it is currently. Um, yeah. It's... I know. We're just going to... Do you know what? Fade out on. No, we're just going to let it play because you need to appreciate the value for money we got. He was the cheapest one and he... He's, he's still going, and he will continue to go. Have you got a price list? <laughs> so while he's going through um, his feelings with you about the ending of Neighbours, because apparently it's we've paid him for some counselling he's getting speaking to you, um, where can people find you if they want more of this? More of what? This, you, your absolute solid gold banter. Where can they find me? <laughs> There's an opportunity here, Nick, to... Um... Plug the, the thingy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. So, yeah. <laughs> you like, you, I suppose, it, I could tell you where I live. It's a bit... You know, yeah. I, was, I was about to say, you, all you have to do worried, though, is yeah. look upstairs and I'll be out of my <laughs> bedroom window shouting <laughs> the rates. No, we do um, We do a podcast called um, The Famous Sleeping Pitch. Uh, As seen on the Super Bowl at halftime this year. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, and, What's uh, that about? <laughs> yeah, that's, yes, that's that's one of the great um, the great partridge questions, isn't it? What's that? What's that all about then? That, that acting stuff. Um, yeah, so he's still going. Yeah, he is. He's, this is longer running than Neighbours I itself. I know, I've, but also I've got. He, this is yours to keep. You can listen. He'd to be great time. on just a minute, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Christ, man, shut up! 
Um, yeah, famous doping pitch. If you like football, if you like laughter, and if you like to hear two old men that don't like each other very much. What if I only like two out of three of those things? Would I enjoy it? Do you no. have to know a lot about football? No. Because I no, demonstrably know no, nothing. you don't have to know anything about football at all. And indeed, Chris doesn't. But I do, so that's all right. No, it's, it's we just have a laugh, we have fun. It probably helps if you know a bit about football. Okay. You know, I've, I've pointed a few a few of my friends in the direction, and they're, they're not stayers, I've got to say. Okay, fair enough. And some of my male friends, too, and they're not stayers either. All right, so where can we find that podcast? Is that all, we're all good and bad podcasts are found, basically? Is that... Yeah, they're all in the same place. I don't know, I've never bought a bloody podcast. <laughs> Well, how would I know how to find... You're asking the wrong person. You are very much asking the wrong person. You know what? We haven't, got, we, we haven't got time for this. Um, that is the end of the episode. So thank you, Nick, thank for you. being here. This has been an absolute a lovely joy. time. Thank you, Paul, for being well, thank here. You. Thank you, listeners, for listening. And to play us out, the rest of James Mason's one-man address to Nick Hancock. So unlike the real James Mason. Is <laughs> he still going? I wish you all the best. And uh, take care until next time. Cheers, see ya.